From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our uh, producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. And shortly to arrive is our prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Al, Al Ramsey as well. Great to uh, to have you with us. And uh, we're just at the start of the uh, program tonight. I uh, want to acknowledge the, uh, the pain, really, that our community is in uh, this week following the uh, slaying of uh, Sheriff's Deputy Bob Paris uh, here on Modesto last Thursday as he and his partner and uh, a locksmith were attempting to uh, serve an eviction notice. And uh, Deputy Paris and the locksmith, uh, Glendon Engert, uh, tragically were, were killed uh, during that time. And uh, we, uh, we really grieve with the rest of the community and would ask those of you around the world who listen to the broadcast just to pray. Uh, for the greater Modesto and Stanislaus County area. Uh, the uh, funeral service, uh, the celebration of life for Deputy uh, Paris will be coming up uh, on this Friday. And, uh, you know, having been in law enforcement, I can just tell you that uh, when, when one of your own goes down, it uh, sends a shockwave uh, through everyone. And so our thoughts and prayers are with the deputies and the officers uh, throughout this area. And uh, we would treasure your prayers as well. And, and also... Our, uh, we joined the school district yes. uh, of Stanislaus County, Stanislaus County uh, Office of Education, uh, in mourning the death of Jane Johnstone. Jane was the assistant superintendent of schools, and uh, Jane was on her way up to Sacramento to board a plane, I believe, and, and to go see her mm-hmm. grandchildren in San Diego and uh, suffered a, a medical emergency and had an accident and um, later died on the operating table. Jane, a, a wonderful believer. I've known her for a long time yes, and a longtime friend of ABC. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, again, our thoughts and prayers also with the uh, Stanislaus County uh, Office of, of Education. Thank you again for your support of AVC and Lighthouse Live, some 250, uh, 250 to 300-plus of you, you uh, download the program every day, and we're uh, very grateful for that. And so uh, right now, let's uh, get moving now with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What will people think when they hear that I'm a Jesus freak? What will people do if they find that it's true? Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with news about some more real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. In November, did you take time to commemorate the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church? On that very day, near Hanoi, Vietnam, leaders of a Baptist house church network gathered at the home of Pastor Win Don Chun for a day of spiritual renewal. 
With no apparent motivation, a well-organized gang of men attacked, smashing property and seriously injuring more than a dozen participants. At one point, gang members ran outside and screamed, The Christian pastors are savagely beating up people, further fueling the attack. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. You know, Elena just points up how blessed we are. Here uh, in in our country, you know, we can gather to do this podcast. We can gather together for worship and and not fear uh, persecution. And yet in many places of the world, just gathering to to pray or to study the Bible can have uh, violent uh, implications. And so it really points uh, towards the fact that we need to take Jesus uh, and his command very seriously to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind and to love our neighbors as ourselves and to get about doing God's business uh, while that window is still open where we can operate uh, freely to do that. So uh, again, uh, with that, we encourage you to uh, take advantage of the opportunities to serve that we provide you through Advancing Vibrant Communities. Elaine will be talking about that a little bit later. Now let's check with our friends uh, Brad Dacus in the Pacific Justice It's time Institute. for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now with a look at what's happening on the legal front... The president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Churches in America are often unaware of their rights to be a salt and light in addressing the controversial issues of the day. This is why we at the Pacific Justice Institute have developed a free booklet entitled Church and Politics that describes all of the many ways churches can voice their biblical perspective on the issues surrounding an election. When someone once asked me how many restrictions should be placed upon what a church can say, what they're really asking is how many restrictions should be placed upon the conscience of the nation. Because, lest we forget, that has long been the role of the church in American history and politics. I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. You know, I have a copy of that book, Church of Politics, and it really is a a wonderful resource. You know, sometimes we get intimidated because of the IRS regulations and and all of that, but really there's a tremendous amount of uh, freedom uh, from the pulpit. We encourage you to take advantage uh, of that. And again, their website is pacificjustice.org, pacificjustice.org. Well, Lane, one of our uh, good friends, member of our board of directors, Chris hey. Whitler, also a member of YWAM yes. and a guy that we've worked with for many a year uh, in partnering to serve the community, has a, is partnering uh, with the uh, Gospel Mission here in Modesto for a wonderful event. It's coming up on Friday, April 27, and it's called Street Relief. It'll right. be uh, there on the grounds of the uh, mission in the parking lot there, and they're going to reach out uh, to the uh, population there, not only homeless people, but a lot of uh, folks who are underprivileged and uh, will be arriving there to find out what services they can take advantage of. And uh, Chris has uh, some information for us on that. Let's listen to what he has to say. Street Relief is a... Uh, homeless resource fair where we're targeting the chronically homeless in our city uh, to try to get them connected to resources that will help them uh, better their lives. Uh, so uh, uh, county agencies are going to be there, city agencies are going to be there, nonprofit, faith-based, uh, all kinds of folks are going to be there to connect people 
with things that they need. So uh, we need people to come and help direct the flow of traffic. So uh, really easy jobs to do, uh, kind of no skill required sort of volunteerism. Uh, we just need kind of bodies to help people uh, find access to the places where they need to get to help better their lives. No skill required. That sounds like my no, kind no, of no, serving no, opportunity me, there. Uh, anyway, this is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to uh, partner with the uh, Gospel Mission and also with YWAM. And, and really, Elaine, it's on the same principle that uh, you're part of uh, twice a month, the PAC meeting. Mm, yes. Parole and Community Team. You got did it. Did I finally you get it? Yeah. it? You got it. I finally got Drail, and I've got PAC. Hey, but anyway, what it does... quiz at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> what it gives people is is the opportunity to find out where resources are that can benefit them, and it, it's kind of like a one stop shopping. You know, I I, I really it, it it's it's horrible when we ask people to go here and there and here and there, and they get bounced around the city right, trying right. to find services. Here we're going to gather them all in one place where it's centralized. It's just going to be a wonderful How cool time. Is that? And and again, your part can simply be to uh, welcome people and in the name of Christ. And, and to point them towards uh, the tables that they want to visit and that sort of thing. If you would like to volunteer, you can give us a call here at ABC, and we'll be happy to get you in touch with Chris. 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. Or you can email Elaine. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh, yeah. At info at vibrantcommunities.org. That's info at vibrantcommunities.org. We'll just make it real simple for you. That is so cool. Some other cool stuff, and we're going to get into more cool stuff. We're all about that, aren't we? The Volunteer Center of the United Way and the American Red Cross Capital Region Chapter. We love them over there. Rebecca's mm-hmm. just a wonderful person. They're having their sixth annual Heroes Breakfast and uh, Heroes Among Us. We attended this last year and wasn't that, that was fun? Such a wonderful I'm telling event. you, you talk about a powerful, mm. moving uh, event. It was just a, a lot of fun. Ordinary people extraordinary compassion I, I, I won't soon forget that uh, that event and another one is coming up it's going to be June 6th uh, at 7.30am at the Double Tree right here in Modesto the community is invited to nominate everyday heroes from Stanislaus and Tuolumne counties nominees must live or work in one of the two counties although uh, the hero- heroic act may, be, ha- uh, may have occurred elsewhere and at any time within the past 24 months so if you know of someone, you want to nominate them, and I tell you what, they're just so many good people, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. You know, the, the stories that are told at that breakfast are just absolutely incredible. And oh my oftentimes it's things, you know, that, that don't make headlines, mm. you know, but, but you're saying everyday people, everyday heroes out there, and uh, we thank the Red Cross for taking the time to acknowledge them. Uh, absolutely. And and the deadline for your nominations is uh, coming up this week, uh, Wednesday, April 18th at 5 p.m. Now, they need volunteers for this event, okay? Age 15 years and older needed to assist with setup, greet the attendees, clean up. Uh, the American Red Cross uh, doing a great work. They provide relief to victims of disaster, uh, helping to prevent, prepare for and respond to emergencies, uh, supporting our military and their families, and con- uh, conducting safety and first aid classes for the community. And, you know, they turned out at last week's uh, disaster yeah. also. So we just uh, want to uh, uh, 
Just praise them for that. California Dental Association, the CDA, caring for a free dental clinic coming up that's providing free dental services on Friday, May 18th, and Saturday the 19th from 7 to 6 p.m., uh, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., we should say, at the Modesto Center Plaza. More than 1,500 patients who have difficulty assessing care, uh, including the uninsured, underinsured, unemployed, and uh, Others uh, are expected to receive services and are seen on a first-come, first-served uh, first basis. And this is going to be a two-day event. This is also a very important thing and, and a very good thing to take advantage of. Community volunteers and dental professionals are needed to donate their time and skills, offering cleanings, fillings, extractions, and I know, you know, we always laugh about going to the dentist, and you know, it's not always a pleasant thing, but this is a very wonderful thing that they are providing for those who can't afford it. So you might want to think about doing this if you're in that field, and that's your expertise. Now, volunteers are also needed to just help out greeting the patients and, and kind of showing them where to go and things like that. So if this is something that interests you, we uh, encourage you to uh, get involved in this. The Healthy Aging Association, we love these people also, are having their annual Young at Heart uh, Movement Celebration. Sometimes as we age, it's, it's kind of hard to do those kind of things, but we won't, we won't get into that. Anymore. No. We okay, we'll just move on. It's going to be Saturday, April 28th. Those <laughs> joints move a little. I mean, you know, the physical joints. Not, not the, you know, I'm digging myself into a deeper hole here. I'm just going to let you go on I guess we're looking at you like, that. who is this guy? The event features, I don't know. <laughs> the event features health booths, uh, games, prizes, refreshments, and uh, the event music provided by the Quake Mobile DJ. Sounds like a lot of fun. Volunteers are needed to collect pledges and participate in the up to three mile walk. Are you up to that? I can walk three miles. Yeah. Walk. Don't ask you me to run. That's a scary thing to watch. But you know, services to help older Americans live longer. What are you looking at me I when you say older? You're looking back. <laughs> Volunteers may also ARP still is sending me that hate yeah, mail. Yeah, they are. They yeah, can no, keep I'm sending it kidding. to you, and I hope they don't start sending it when no. they already have, but we yeah. won't go there either. But you're needed to help serve refreshments and clean up and, and do all those sorts of things for this event. Healthy Aging Association provides free fitness and health programs uh, promoting increased physical activity and sound nutrition practices. If you have any So they're going to like, like have music, and people are going to be you know kind of bebopping yeah, to their music? Yeah, and it and, sounds like a lot of fun it keeps their heart going and their pulse rates up and, and then they get probably no heavy metal stuff though probably. I, I, well, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I don't maybe know. What? <laughs> mr al's <laughs> laughing at mr. that mr al's one. into that so. yeah, see, metallica now that would be <laughs> i don't think be, so yeah, but probably not herb know. alpert either yeah it's well, probably not quite the you never yeah, know. Are you trying to finish? Here? We'll finish with okay. Barbara Borba because she knows all about yes, this. Yes, she does. And I think she may even be into Metallica. Who knows? I don't 209 524 1307 is her number, extension 113. Reach her at 209 524 1307, extension 113. Or you can get on her email list. That's a great idea. Borba at uwaystan.org. Actually, the. The worst I ever got was Chicago. I mean, oh, that's my kind that of... That is... Oh, and they were here in town, oh, and I, so good. I missed them and when they were what? here. you know what? I did, too, but I yeah. didn't miss them a few years back. Oh, was man. the highlight. And you got to actually introduce them on stage, I didn't did. you? I did. I brought Chicago and the Beach wow. Boys on stage back in Evansville, Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. Yes. That's Robert a long Stadium. way away from Modesto, away. California. Oh, I'll never forget that. That was mm. wonderful. 
I think we better get back to where we're going. Okay. okay, we need refrigerators. Tis the season. A few families using ice chest, sinks filled with ice, whatever means they have uh, to keep their food cool. So we're asking you, dear friends, to consider if you are upgrading your unit and if it's working, then uh, it is going to be a blessing for a single mom in series who is working part-time at Target uh, with two children to raise. But, you know, she can't swing the payment for her fridge on what she makes. So uh, if you would please call us, we'll pick it up and deliver it to that family. And uh, you can, you know, check out, I think Pastor Mike mentioned, check out the other needs uh, that we have on the website. Uh, There are electric dryers on our website, washing machines. And we need bicycles, mostly men's bikes. But, hey, we'll take the women's bikes, too. Uh, It's a means of transportation for many. So call us again. Our number is 209-544-9571. 209-544-9571. There are so many ways to give. Yeah, you know, and and the the bicycles come in very handy. You know, we serve a lot of guys and gals coming out of, of prison trying to get back into society and, and they got to get to their, you know, employment inter- interviews right, and such. Right, and right. those really come in. Do you know, I almost amputated my toe on a bicycle. When I was no, I did not know, did that. You know that. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. That was kind of a clutch. Yeah. That That's why I don't run three miles. Well, either. I don't it's think so it would have been easy for you to get through the police academy with a few less toes. That might not have been. Enough. It was bad enough with all 10. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been worse with nine and a half. You know, <laughs> You've got anyway. lots of stories on that. I do. But we have a better story to tell tonight, exciting story. It is, because, you know, we were flipping through the morning paper here one day with our coffee, and it was just so cool, because reading the local paper here, lo and behold, we came across a story about a guy named Sonny Pan, and he was ministering to the homeless people, and he did such a great thing, um selling t-shirts and raising money and enlisting other people to do the same thing. And I don't know, to tell you the truth, if I made it through the whole article because there was this contact number and an email to contact Sonny. And so I did that. I, I emailed him right away. And so he, I mean... Right away, he contacted me back, and so we started texting each other, didn't we, Sonny? Yes, yes. It was just so cool. And so, and then he had—he was telling us about his teammates who started joining him. And pretty soon, I said, "Sonny, would you agree to coming on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike and myself and talking about what you're doing?" And he said, "Yes, we would love the opportunity, Elaine." And lo and behold, here we are. And they're wearing things really cool red I'm a warrior t-shirt. In fact, why don't you hold the microphone up to the shirt so people can see it on the radio. <laughs> can everyone see this? <laughs> hopefully, so cool. hopefully. We just want to welcome a warm welcome to Sunny Pan, Nikki Kaur, and Matthew Smith, Warriors Giving Back, and this is what it's all about. Unique individuals trying to make a positive impact. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. So, Sonny, take us back. What um, what prompted you to uh, to start this ministry? How, how how did things evolve? So, basically, I took um, I was volunteering at St. Mary's Interfaith Homeless Clinic in Stockton, California. So, I was job selling doctors. So, when I was job selling the doctors, I seen a lot of homeless cl- um, patients that came in with infections that are easily preventable if they had the essential items. So, I was talking to Marianne, who I work closely with at the homeless clinic, and she said the two essential items that are needed are basically socks and underwear. Mm-hmm. And then that clicked an idea to my mind, like, I could do something about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do want to give back to my community. 
So using my ASI board of director um, position in CSU Stanislaus, we have a $700 senator initiative fund. So, I, you know, I, I, I try to use $600 of that, you know, so I presented the idea to my board members, and they loved the idea. Cause so so my, my project was basically design a shirt and um, sell these shirts to the community and to the students for $20 per shirt. And then so the shirt will actually have a positive message to it to go along with it. It says, um, I'm a unique individual trying to make a positive impact. So it was basically promoting school spirit while, you know, trying to, you know, relay this message to um, all the, the individuals who's trying to make a positive impact to go out there and actually do it. Instead of saying, I want to give back to my community, go out there and do it. Wow. And how old are you, Sonny? I'm 20. You're 20. Was it hard to get other people interested in what you, the vision that yeah. you had and, and, and what you were seeing? Seriously, I thought that this, you know, this project, it was just, you know, an idea on a piece of paper. I don't know if I could be able to make this. I didn't know I had the, you know, but I recruited the, you know, the brightest minds in CSU Stanislaus who had <laughs> li- like, like-minded individuals who actually, you know, wanted to give back also. So I think that's the best thing. If you have people around you and your, you know, your team members who actually, because mm-hmm. right now I'm lacking, um, I have two members with me on, on the left of me, Nikki and um, Matt, but we also had other members that helped out a lot, like, you know, Moppy Pernet who, and then Victor Flores, who, when I was in class, they were out there at the quad selling these t-shirts. So, like, members like those, and those uh, you know, individuals and, um, who helped out when you, you know, when you're in class and really dedicated, you know, so it's a team effort. So I think that's the real reason why this, this project really, you know, came to completion. Who designed these shirts for you guys? These are pretty awesome. Actually, um, I came up with the idea. I, des- <laughs> I, des- I designed the T-shirts. Did, yeah. Oh, that's yes. so cool. It's I, I, did, I designed the T-shirts. Um, it was a quote of mine also that I, you know, that, I, that tried to describe me and many other people like me. So once I designed the shirt, you know, I got the funding for it. I went to BB Prince, who is a proud sponsor. They gave me a good, you know, discount on the shirts, like 119 shirts. Wow. For you know six hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and they, they provided a banner also, so which was perfect. Yes. So, but when we started the when we started this project, I was asking um, advice from you know a lot of students like, hey, can we sell twenty you know twenty dollars per shirt, like one hundred nineteen of them, mm-hmm. to these students and community members? And they were like, they were doubting me. They're like, let's think about it. Budget cuts, tuition increase. I mean, you know, like tuition increases right. and how the economy is. But that made me. Rethink it, but that didn't, you know, make me stop, like, stop this project because I really, I really wanted to give back to the community, and this was my way. So I went along with it, even though a lot of people were doubting me. I went, I went through with the project, and lucky I did. Now, what, what's been the uh, the outcome? Uh, were you able to buy those uh, the socks and and such? And yeah. So basically, I um, I have, so all the proceeds will go to um three different um, shelters in three different cities. Mm. And I gave back the socks to um, Stockton Homeless Shelter, um, oh, Homeless wow. Clinic. So awesome. I donated yes. around 1,000 a, a items already. Oh, my goodness. And I have two more left to go. Um, so basically, we're still waiting on um, trying to strike a deal with Walmart, you know, so, so we can actually buy the, uh, more supplies for the homeless clinics in, in Turlock and Modesto. You know, Walmart is very charitable. Yes. They mm. really, really are. Now, what is your field of study? 
biology because I'm yeah I'm so, oh trying to pursue to become um, I'm trying to pursue the medical field trying to become a doctor. Mm. Awesome. Oh, yes. Well, you're obviously a spiritual entrepreneur. We know mm. that. Thank you so front. much. Yes. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You so much. Thank you. And and Nikki and Matthew, what what attracted you to this particular yeah. project? What what drew you in and, and and touched you and said, oh, yep, I want to be part of this. I believe it's Sunny's passion towards this. It really got me. And I was like, okay, yeah, $20. I personally did doubt that. (laughs) But once it started and really fired and we were very successful. Mm -hmm. So we went along with that. What about you, Matthew? Well, Sunny sort of, well, he brought me into his board of his, his committee. Uh (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And... Uh, it, it kind of sparked in my mind how, okay, the shirts are going to be $20 a piece, but that's very cheap compared to other apparel that they sell at the at any school. <laughs> yeah, if you've walked into a school bookstore lately, yeah. Yeah, $20 for not, not a big yeah, deal. <laughs> really. And so basically I wanted to also highlight that, you know, it was 20 bucks, and, you know, the situation that the students were in, they were still willing to give back because they knew that people were – you know they're they're in need. You know they're struggling, but there are people str- out there struggling even more than them. Right. So once so, they knew yeah. what it was for, people were willing to pay the twenty dollars and get back the. Community. So that's respectable. Absolutely respectable. Now, Matthew, what's what's your field of study? Uh, biology. Biology wow. too. And, Nikki, and I'm Nikki. chemistry. Chemistry. Yeah. You guys are awesome. I need, to, I need to get you connected with my daughter oh. right now. She's down at Biola, kind of struggling through that chemistry thing. <laughs> She's the right person to go to. Nikki, right you have the most beautiful smile. Isn't it? I'm you. sure you hear that a lot. You all just radiate. And, and Sunny, you know, you draw people too. I, I, I can't help but think it's the light in you that just Thank draws you so much. people, your passion, your compassion, your love. For others, you know, we are to love others as we love ourselves. Can you take us back, Sonny, to your humble beginnings and talk about the younger years of the younger Sunny? Years. What, what, what made what, me me? Yes. yes okay, please. so basically the reason why I'm giving back is because I could relate to the people who's, who's also struggling. Because mm-hmm. when, when I was younger, I was in a household with over about 15 people. And my, my mom was working, you know, you know, just like the nine to five just working my dad was doing the same thing and then when I was in elementary school I and I felt like I was left out like because everybody had all the nice clothes and that everything that's you know all the new things and it felt and they treated me differently mm. so me growing up you know I wanted to give back you know to my community you know give the socks and underwear the, the things that these kids you know if I was in my position I wanted you know somebody to actually give back like you know the socks and underwears that I needed that you know, my mom couldn't provide for me, so I think that's the best thing to do. Like, because from this project, I wanted to become, you know, from ASI and this project, I wanted to become the leader that I can, so I can actually go back to my community and you know help out the youth, because the youth is you know the future. Mm. So. Absolutely, yeah. giving with an absolute pure heart. Oh, that just uh, that's. You know, Sonny, one of the things those of us, as Elaine pointed out, who are on the older... Uh, you, Al, <laughs> you did see her look at me when she said older. She was looking at me. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of the things that... The, <laughs> Al's going to stay out of this. <laughs> ...that we struggle with is we are very concerned about the future of our communities. Yes. And, you know, many of the resources that can benefit a community 
are already there. You know, many of them sitting in in local churches and mm-hmm. and, and other places. And uh, the goal is to try to connect. You know, those resources and that passion with the opportunity to, to serve. And one of the things that we're struggling with is how do we engage folks that are 20, 30 years younger than we are? What What's driving them? Because we understand, you know, motivations for different generations yes. are, are yes. different. Can you give us a little bit of insight? What motivates your generation? I mean, obviously... Uh, I love what you're doing, yeah. and I'm saying yes. I, I'm ready to hire you here when I'm. I, you know, <laughs> Me too. Absolutely. And you know what, what's driving your generation that that really um, makes them pop and say, "Wow, yeah, that we need to do this. We need to engage our community and give of ourselves in order to see our community transformed." So basically, you need to have that compassion for us. And you like you have to be fully committed. For me, it was yet I was that you know one person that sparked you know the passion from other people like so i you know i had this idea you know had this passion and then you know my committee members also had the passion but they didn't know they didn't think that you know one person can make the difference but that one person can Mm. so i was that one person you know somebody told me one person can make a difference Mm -hmm. if you know if so basically one person can make a difference if those you know if they also also include those one person like you can say, for example, if one person says, you know, what am I, just one person going to make a difference? But there's also other people out there saying the same, same thing. thing. So you gather those, you know, those individuals together. That's what we did. And then look, look, at, uh, look at, you know, the impact we made, $2,382. Um, $2, wow. Awesome. In a month. That's powerful. Yeah. Well, That's and significant. I, I want to just affirm Sonny, you're, it seems like your you're innate, your you're intrinsic understanding of collaboration. Yes. You know, no one agency, no one government agency, no one nonprofit, no one church, no one whatever can do it all. No we, one we university. We have to work together. Yeah, yeah. We have to work together. We have to, yes. You know, and, and that that creates momentum, that creates power and synergy in, yeah. in and of itself. Plus, you get the benefit of Matthew's ideas and Nikki's yes, ideas, yes, you yes. know, to, to, to couple with your own. So I just applaud you for uh, for what you're doing. Thank and, you so much, Pastor Mark. You know, I'm thinking, you know, 15, 20 years, you know, down yeah. the road, and, and man, I... There's some great things in store for you, I'm sure. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Uh, we just appreciate you guys being with us, and we're going to come back on the other side of, uh, of our song because we have one more guest uh, tonight that gets it, and he is our, our musical guest, Brandon Heath. And this song is called Give Me Your Eyes here on Lighthouse Live, and we'll be back right after this. Look down from a broken sky Traced out by the city lights my world from a mile high Best seat in the house tonight Touchdown in the cold black top Hold on for the sudden stop Breathing the familiar shock Of confusion and chaos All those people going somewhere Why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah Yeah 
busy street See a girl in our eyes meet Does her best to smile at me To hide what's underneath There's a man just to her right Black suit and a bright red tie Too ashamed to tell his wife He's out of work, he's buying time All those people going somewhere Why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah 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 So I can see Give me your eyes for just a second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your heart for the broken hearted Give me your eyes. That's Brandon Heath here on Lighthouse Live. That great song. You know, I think, uh, friends, as as we're uh, talking with Sonny and Nikki and and Matthew, the key here is these folks aren't waiting around for someone to tell them about an opportunity. Mm -hmm. They're they're looking at the conditions around them and proactively responding to them. I think one of the problems in our our Western faith-based communities, we become so sedentary we become so used to the professionals doing it and hiring somebody else to do it. We're in a we're in a an era right now with budget cuts and such where uh, somebody else isn't going to do it. it. You know, it's up to us. And and so again, I, I just congratulate all of you for uh, looking out, taking assessment of what's happening in the community, and then proactively responding to it. We need a, a lot more. Sonny, what, what would you say to, uh, you know, beyond CSU Stanislaus, but uh, to your generation, what encouragement would you provide them to, to get out in the world there and take a look at what's happening and, and respond to the needs? I say be that unique individual trying to make, a, make that positive impact, small or big. You know, you can go out there to your local homeless shelter and go help out there or do any idea that you have in mind. You know, when I was um, in CSU Stanislaus also in a club, we made peanut butter um, jelly sandwiches and passed it out to the homeless um, cool homeless that? families. And, yeah. you know, that smile that, that the... Fa- yeah. yeah. So Nikki was there also with me. 
So just giving those sandwiches out, and you know, it's probably their first meal, and seeing that smile on their face was just unbelievable. That yeah. feeling. Yeah, Nikki, what what went through your mind and your heart as you were uh, out there interacting with these folks? How did, how did that impact you? It really touches your heart. It makes my heart. I wanted to like sit there and watch them eat, and mm. the smile on their face really melts my heart. It was a very good cause, and I was very honored to be part of that. Did you get to talk to them? And yes, yes. The kids were very, they wanted more, and I was, I, I was running around just to get them more sandwiches, and it was really nice. Awesome. Well, I think one of the advantages, Nikki, and, and it, it goes for a lot of different service opportunities, we tend to paint people with a brush, you know, the homeless, the, the gangbanger. You know, and, and these are flesh or bud people just like us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who's, who who've encountered some tough things, and yeah, they've they've probably made some bad decisions along the way. So have we. Yeah. So have we. <laughs> who hasn't really? You know, but they have uh, feelings. You know, they have. What, what what about the humanity? You know, as as you saw through their condition, what did you see as you looked in the faces of those kids and and uh, the parents and the adults that you were serving? I think they, when they look at us, they do see that person that who has, hasn't made better decisions, I believe, because mm. I was there, and I volunteered and took my time out just to help them out, but at the same time, I'm in school, and I, I bet they looked at me and wondered if they had received the education, they could have made better future for themselves and not be at I'm not, I don't know, I shouldn't judge people, but at the same time, like, they're in the situation where they could have made better decisions, I believe. Mm -hmm. Did they ask you any questions, Nikki, about your life, or did they engage they, in any? They did mention mm -hmm. the fact that what school I went to and what made me volunteer myself, and wow. I do come from a poor background myself mm -hmm. in India, but... We're here. We're in a better place. I'm trying to make most of it by being here and educating mm -hmm. myself and making a better future for myself. Yes. Good for you. Good you know, there's God bless you. There's nothing like having been in need yourself. Yes. And and not not just monetarily, but there are all sorts of kind of needs: right. emotional, spiritual, situational, you name it. Amen. But you know, the, those particular things that we go through are used uh, in order for us to, in, in a more compassionate way, Make serve others, better. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who are going through the uh, going through the same thing. Um, Sonny, what uh, as you had the opportunity to uh, serve some who were homeless, did any of them surprise you at all in yes. terms of who they were and where they were from? So basically, you know, homeless people—they are people just like us. That's right. They have emotions like us. Yes. So. Don't treat them any differently. Mm. That's right. Don't treat them any differently because I was job shadowing, you know, I was job shadowing patients. And then, you know, they, they really touched my heart because I had one patient, you know, I was job shadowing a doctor and the doctor told me, hey, um, you know, she has cancer. I'm going to break the news to her now. Mm. And then before, before that conversation even started, you know, she wanted to know more about me. She was, a you know. Middle-aged um, Hispanic woman. She wanted to know more about me. She was saying, um, "You know, what what are you doing? Like, you know, what's what's your um, future aspirations?" I told her, "Become a doctor." Mm -hmm. You know, she gave me a huge smile. You know, gave me her good luck with oh. that. Mm -hmm. The doctor broke the news. She broke down in tears. Mm -hmm. She looked at me and said, "You know, become that doctor, but I don't want to see you in the emergency room. But 
please help people like me. She mm. was encouraging you. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. So that wow. was, and then she gave me, she gave me a hug. And then I, you know, I will never forget that moment because that, that moment, you know, it, those are the moments that actually, you know, gives you that drive to help out people like her, you know, people who's in need, people, you know, and become, you know, just try to reach your goal. And you know, when you were talking just a few moments ago, Sonny, about feeling or, or the discouragement yeah. about selling the T-shirts or other people uh, being negative toward what you guys were doing. Matthew, how did you respond to that discouragement and the negative talk that you guys were hearing about the movement, if you will, or, or, or the mission that you guys were on? Well, to tell the truth, I i mean, I wasn't doubtful of the movement. I just thought it would be it would be really hard to pull off mm. be because of well, budget cuts and money and everything. But, I, well, I personally know Sonny. He's he's good with words and everything. I knew, if anyone, he could pull this off. But there was something inside you personally that felt the inspiration and, and the hope. There was a hope spark yeah, in you also, wasn't of course. there? Yes. You know, uh, there, there's a principle here, um, folks, and, and that is that we tend to see needs in terms of dollars. Mm. Instead of looking at needs in terms of the people themselves, when you begin to personalize it, then the money doesn't make any difference. We're going to make it happen, you know, one one way or the other. But one of the problems is the metrics that we often use, the measurements that we use of, of success. And when we just make that numbers, what happens is we begin to depersonalize the process. And so the little kids that, that you saw, Nikki, become numbers. And that, that cancer patient that encouraged you, Sonny, becomes a number. You know, and so I, I really think, and, and I would just throw that out, this out to you because you're the generation that's going to yes, take over yes. uh, for us here, is, is to develop a new set of metrics, develop a new... Uh, a measuring tool for success in reaching the community. And uh, I, I think if we can do that, uh, we'll be a lot farther ahead because I, I truly believe our measurement system is, is often what's holding us back right now. I agree. You know, in our generation, uh, in our old, more mature generation, there is, <laughs> more mature. delicately, yeah. we have those armchair quarterbacks, if you will, we sit back and say, well, when I get retirement or when I get to this mm. point in my life, I'm mm. going to do something. What would you guys say in your awesome generation you so to much. those who are considering maybe joining your mission and, and, and taking part in the vision that you see? And then maybe they're teetering a little bit on uh -huh. the fence. And how would you encourage them to get active in this uh, maybe all of you maybe address that. So yeah, I'll start first. Um, so basically, if they're on the you know you can say on the brink of actually still sitting on the couch and thinking that they want to do something, because I know a lot of people that actually says you know I want to give back to my community, and they're all they are the people that actually says I'm going to give back to my community. You know, the person that actually does the you know does what they say. So. I want to just, you know, try to per, uh, persuade people to actually, instead of saying, I'm going to, and instead of talking, you know, instead of talking, just put it into actions. Mm. Nikki and Matthew, what, what do you think holds your generation back, possibly, from taking that first step out to reach people? What, what, what sort of dynamics do you feel may be holding folks back from uh, stepping out and sacrificing a little bit and, and, and reaching out to the community? 
I think just the fact that we mentioned earlier that a person, one person has an idea, but they really think they can't do it. So mm. as long as it's, they need to put the ideas on the table for like everyone to know. And then I'm like, we came together as a committee. How many people do you have in committee right now? Around um, 12. Yeah. So we came as a committee and we made a difference. And if you really want to do it, you would get people involved and you will make a difference. Mm. And it's also it's sort of like what you how you view peer pressure kind of mm. i uh, like for me personally when i think about this kind of thing it's i don't want to bring something up and start something just because i don't think that the, everyone around me can they themselves think that i can't do it yeah mm. so it's but a lot of times sometimes i tell them and they actually support me yeah absolutely so- you know, the fear, the fear factor. I was, gonna, I was is, thinking is, of that you know, also, fear factor, yeah. or if they think, you know, I'm just one person again, yes. I can't make a difference, or what do I have to give? I can't, I don't have a lot of money, maybe I don't have a lot of time, but they have something to offer, don't they? Everybody Everyone has everything. Does, yeah. Amen. Yes. I like to hear that. So Matthew, what, uh, do you have a target right now professionally that you're aiming for with your biology major? Um, yeah, I, with Sunny, I've. Ever since I was a sophomore in high school, I've been wanting to be a surgeon of some kind. Hey. But then when I got to college, I want to kind of combine that with like like oncology and cell mm. research. Mm. I don't I don't know what kind of. I mean, I can probably find a way to combine them both. But <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awesome. I I kind of myself have doubts just because. I mean, I'm personally I'm really bad. Well, not really bad i just struggle with socially kind of, that's kind of my biggest weakness but you'll make a great surgeon you're gonna be great you're gonna be just fine. absolutely Thank you. and what about you nikki what 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 do you um i'm this next semester is my last semester at stanislaus so i'm gonna be applying for pharmacy schools Good for you. Hoping mm. for UOP, hopefully. Absolutely. A great, yes. great program up there. Yes, Absolutely. Definitely. So really, we, we have um, kind of the medical You know, our community is going that. to be blessed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because of you guys. Absolutely. And, and I'm so happy to, to hear that because you're not, no pun intended, but you're not looking at this career antiseptically. You know, you're, you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> I really was not trying to be funny. I'm sorry. That's I, it. No, you I'm should, no. <laughs> and now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Thank you. Derailed you your no, train. No, but ser- seriously, I, I mean, you, you, you're, you're approaching it with a wonderful spirit in, in terms of the totality of healing. You know, you're looking at it, I don't like the word holistically because it carries a lot of you know negative connotations. But you are looking at it uh, holistically, and I'm just thinking, man, if if you guys were replicated out there, uh, oh, you know, we're yes. we're in good shape. In great <laughs> you know, shape. You know, next uh, next generation or two. I would imagine, Sonny, you'd you'd probably welcome some new ideas, right? Yes, that'd be I was, perfect. I was just thinking, what about if people wanted to donate socks and and the things that you were doing before are you guys still into doing those kinds of things yes of course of course what kind of ideas do you have what what are you thinking so basically what this project i want to just create awareness you know so if people have socks to donate you know go to your nearest local um, homeless clinic and donate it or start up a project similar to mine 
So I just want to make this movement, you know. It starts with our generation, the youth, you know, to make a difference. Now, what about if some folks have, I mean, they may be listening to it and say, wow, I got a thought. I got an idea. I did, okay. How can they get a hold of you? So basically... Uh, yeah, I'm open for ideas to expand, you know, Warriors Giving Back because we're, me and my committee members were also talking about expanding it to help out cancer patients, you know, Ooh, get back awesome. to cancer patients. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if any ideas, they can contact me at um, at spawn209 at yahoo.com. It's S-P-A-N-H 209 at yahoo.com. Or they can send me um, letters to um, CSU Stanislaus and their um, their address is going to be one university circle. And just make it out to um, ASI Board Director of Natural Sciences, Sunny Pond. Okay, that uh, email address again is S P A H. No, P A N H. P A N H. S P A N H. There you go. 209 at yahoo.com. Once again, that's S P A N as in Nora H. 209 at yahoo.com. And uh, if for some reason you're listening to this and you don't have a writing implement handy or your little phone where you're plugging all that information in, Give us a call. We'll get you in touch with Sonny. And, Absolutely. And, uh, I, it's just amazing to me that, uh, you know, with, with, with the possible discouragement, ah, nobody can afford to. And, and we are, by the way. We're, I mean, if you're listening in Timbuktu, I was just understand that. that, yeah, the, here in Stanislaus County, uh, we're in one of the, we are probably in the worst shape of any area in California. Our foreclosure rate is, you know, through the ceiling. Our, we have uh, uh, Im- unemployment, like 17, 17 and a half percent. I mean, we and when the recovery, if and when it happens, we are probably going to be on the tail end of that. So we're in it for the long haul. This is an economically depressed area. And yet, look at where the sparks are flying. Mm, Isn't that an interesting yeah, need? Indeed. So, I was also speaking of Timbuktu and, and other localities. Um, Where is Timbuktu? I'm not sure. I figured you would know. You're really good at stuff oh, like oh, that. Um, Nikki and, and Sunny and, and, and Matthew, too, you might might be thinking, people in other areas, Nikki thinking about India and, mm. and Sunny, um, people listening there, perhaps. What would you encourage them to do in terms of giving back to their communities if they're so inclined to be on the same page as you are? As for me, um, I know quite a few students that are in medical school right now, but I don't think they're Indian, actually, but they don't, I don't think they'll want to practice in India, but I would definitely encourage them to do so to mm. give back to their community. Mm. I would personally like to go visit India pretty soon because it's been forever, 13 years since oh, I've gone yes. back. Wow. But, yes. yeah, I would like to visit and see what my community needs at this time and yes. see what I can do. Awesome. Now, what, what part of India are Punjab. you from? Punjab. Punjab. Yes. Tell us a little bit about some of the conditions there that, that you recall. Um, from what I remember when I was 10, 11, um, we lived in a village, so um, not very sanitary place to live in, and... The houses are not as great as they are here, so I'm not. I don't know how much it have changed now, but must have been for good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hoping to see what it's like now. So it'd be wonderful for you to return yes. with all the education and equipping yes, that you have to, to bless the people in, in in your home village there. Yes, definitely. you'll have to come awesome. back and share with us. I will do. <laughs> oh, we'd love that. Absolutely, yes. Sunny. How about you? Um, for me, you know, my uh, my parents came from Cambodia. You know, they witnessed 
they they witnessed the killing field and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the biggest reasons I want to become a physician, you know, become a doctor, and go out there and help out any way I can. You know, treat the the ill because. My cousin, he was recently there, and he says it really changes your perspective when you go to a third world country. Mm. Like you come back to America, and you know, you you you're, you're grateful for everything you have compared to what yes. they had. You know, you had people with no shoes. Yeah. Pe- people were like, you know, I think my cousin was saying, you know, people who needed wheelchair because they had no, they they had the legs amputated, just crawling, begging for money. Mm. Situations like that, and that makes you come to America and. You know, be grateful for what you have and give back your time, you know, give back your efforts to, you know, try to help out for your community. You know, it makes you. So that's what I really want to become, you know, a doctor that gives back to my community while also giving back to third world countries, you know, where, wherever it can be. Just not, you know, Cambodia, it could be in Africa, it could right, be India. Right. Any, yes. Any, yes. any impact I can make. You, you know, it just occurs to me, a wonder, wonderful dynamic is, is happening here. What I haven't heard as as motivation for going into medicine is I want to make m- money and retire to go golfing. You know, th- that is not even in the room here. I'm so excited. I, I'm just I am too. Uh, absolutely uh, in, enthused is about such that. a blessing. Yeah. And by the way, uh, AVC, uh, Advancing Vibrant Communities here, is, is about to embark on a, on a new thing, and it's called AVC Health. And uh, there's a, a bus that we're going to be managing here in the, in the very new f- near future that will be taken uh, into uh, the poor areas of, of town where people can receive medical screening who might awesome. not awesome. might you know not otherwise have Are uh, you have access what to I'm it. Thinking? And I, I'm I'm on a I'm a big, you guys need you to be guys, some of our first yes. recruits here. Yes. You know, yes. I, yes. I, I love you. I love you. I think, oh my god. I like you need to be on the bus. Oh, we're <laughs> we on the want bus. you on our bus. Oh my goodness. I want we you to driving the bus, working on the bus, being on the bus. Oh, no, you're goodness. the bus driver, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> you still but have I'm your license. Right? Challenged. We are in yeah. trouble. <laughs> I don't We'll do we we have want a GPS. Me driving the bus. <laughs> we'll bring the map. You bring the license. How does that go? Well, listen, we're, we're bumping the clock just oh, a little my. bit. We, uh, we have about uh, five minutes left, and I want to give each of you an, an opportunity just to, uh, to share your heart. You know, you are, you are part of what I, would, what I would call a counterculture movement. You know, our, our culture is so steeped mm-hmm. in make your money, get your nest egg, sit back, and then after you've retired, then you can kind of give back to the community. No, that's why we're in the state that we're in. And I don't mean just California, in the in the condition that we're in. You know, and, and here we go. It's so refreshing to hear these, uh, you know, 20-somethings we saying... We used to be 20-somethings. I can't <laughs> even remember being a 20 <laughs> That is so far back in it's, ancient history. Yeah. I, a long time. I was 20 back, did you know, when Noah was, was uh, <laughs> the captain of the ark, actually. Just way back then. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> Thank you for that. Well, anyway, I want to give each of you the opportunity very quickly just to uh, maybe a, a 30 to 60 seconds Give give your final statement to your peers mm. and encourage them to yes. step out in the community and just take an idea and go with it. Sonny? Okay, so basically my message is basically to be that unique individual that paves the path for other individuals to you know, so just be that influence, that positive influence. Cause it starts with our generation, you know, our young generation. This is where we have the most energy, you know, we're able to do mm. things that, you know, you can say older folks can't do. Because, you know, so it starts it starts with us. 
So pave the pave that path for future generations, you know, after us. Warriors yeah, giving back. Can I ask about the warriors part? Warriors. Talk about the warriors. Warriors. So what what it, what it means to me to become a warrior or be a warrior is, you know, be determined and always fight for what you what means you know what whatever. So fight for your cause. Mm-hmm. So you know, I wanted to get back to the community. So I fought for it. You know, even people say you know whatever people say the obstacles they say it's like you know you might not be able to do it because you know discouragement. Yeah, discouragement. Fight against, fight against that and just be determined and you'll you'll complete your goal. Yeah, absolutely, Nikki. Uh, what about some last words from you here? Um, yes, warriors. Um, we're not the only warriors here. Let's all be warriors and fight for the cause and just don't think that someone else will do it. You gotta step it up and take care of what you want to take care of. Be part of the community, give back and just you'll make a difference. Absolutely. And uh, look forward to you as a pharmacist. Yes. Right? I yeah. want you that filling so all exciting. my prescriptions. Yes. That is exciting. Should I and, need them? Yes. And our second uh you know Medical uh, professional over here, uh, Sonny, again, looking at uh, being a physician, and uh, we have the, the potential surgeon over here, Matthew. Yes. Let's give you oh the last, uh, you can have the last cutting remark here as a, as a surgeon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're not, it's been, ah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, some people view us as, us as university students that were just students mm. kind of that yeah. were well i mean everyone is especially like america how we're built on capitalism and everything we're mm. trying to get through school get make a profit and everything but as a you can probably distinguish yourself between a student and a warrior well for us a warrior is someone who cares oh. like about the oh. it, it's not just about it, it's not just about us. We're, there's a lot of people who are worse off than we are, yeah, even absolutely. though we're trying to struggle getting through school. And Absolutely. Well said, Matthew. Thank Very you. well said. We awesome. thank you, Matthew, Nikki, Sunny. Thank you so much. Let's get that uh, yes, email address that. one more time. It's S-P-A-N-H, and I'll spell that phonetically, as in Sam, Paul, my old cop training coming in here. <laughs> Good deal. Sam, Paul, Adam, Nora, Henry, S-P-A-N-H, 209 at yahoo.com. And if you didn't copy that, just give us a call here at Advancing Vibrant Communities, and we'll connect you with these wonderful individuals. Warriors giving back. We thank love you. you. Thank you so thank much for having us. And thank you, dear friends, for listening. Join us again next time here on Lighthouse Live. Good night. <laughs>